0: 4th and 20 at the midfield point Lamar Jackson, play action Drops in the pocket, looks deep down Deshawn wide open He throws Touchdown! Oh my god, why can't this song be the intro of every damn episode of Digressions? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this uh, exclusive special edition sports edition Of digressions I'm still Still your host My name is Jonacy Thank you for participating Thank you for being here Hope your holiday season is going well Now we're in this awkward situation Right in this awkward twilight zone I like to call Right between Christmas Right between New Year's No one knows what else to do Can't go out Can't go shopping All you can do is drink and smoke weed That's it But Like the great Stephen A. Smith would say Stay off the weed. Straight up. Don't do it. But, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to this special edition. The sport flurry, full flare edition of the podcast. You know, I, 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 I love doing these. I love doing these once in a while. I like to you just, you know, sometimes you make your sauce, you know, you make the same sauce for so long. You're like, you know what? Maybe this time, you know, I'll add some thyme. <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. You know, sometimes you're like, yeah, maybe, maybe this time I'll just, I'll just stop putting sugar in my tomato sauce. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Italians punching the air right now. What the fuck you mean you putting the? It's not how they talk. Anyway, episode today's episode. I'm just gonna talk to you about the sports that you know I've uh, been relevant. You know, like darts. huh dart championship is taking a pause. How how badly right now on a scale from like one to Ovechkin. All right, how badly do you want to get fucked up? Irrelevant. I was watching the other day. I saw this uh, highlight video of uh, some dart championship. And uh, for all of you who have ever watched, you know, sports TV during the daytime at like 2 p.m., you know that there's just one thing only, and the only thing that matters is either bowling, fishing. I said two. There's three: bowling, fishing, or darts. But I gotta say, if there's one party I always have been dreaming to go to. It's not the Playboy Mansion with all the beautiful women out there. No, 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 no. I've always wanted to. i always wanted to go there to draft comp to a draft to, to a dart competition with the boys. You know, and if if any of you have ever seen what it looks like, check it out on YouTube. Just darts world championship, bro. Craziest party you've seen. You've never seen if you've never attended because it's like you know it's like a different level, bro. And uh, I just want to go there. You know, wear like a Teletubby costume and just get. Fucking loud and rowdy. No, that's that's my dream. But no, welcome to 2020. Sit your ass down. You can't look outside. You can't even shop. You can't. Don't breathe. Just, just whatever you do, don't breathe. Wild times. But you know what? I guess the, the only good part about this whole thing is that the sports cards have actually blessed us in a certain way. Because yeah, obviously, remember? I know some. I know some of you remember last year in March. I was shopping for, I remember the exact day the pandemic really hit, you know, I was shopping for, for, for tickets for the Habs game, because everyone's already paranoid, freaking out, right, I was going to get tickets in the Reds, bro, like, we're talking Reds, Reds, Bell Center, you know, like, face on the boards for like 20 bucks, I was going to get these tickets, but in the same day, they hit they hit you with the, with the Nene, the big Nene, they're like, no, 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 Operations are suspended until future notice. Whatever, bro. Hey, at least we got sports. We got football back. We're almost at the end of the season. Today's episode, I'm going to cover three main sports, okay? Just because I know there's so much out there, right? At the moment, we have such a great variety of things. Number one, I'm going to talk about football. Obviously, football season is coming to an end. The playoffs are right around the corner. We are hitting into week 17th. waited 16 weeks to do this episode. Believe it or not. Don't don't believe it. It's a bit of a lie. I'll be covering a lot of Formula One as well. So if you're a fan of Formula One, that's probably gonna be the second part of the of the episode. Uh timestamp, I don't know. It, you know how it is. Yes, you know is job boy. As always, you know I'm doing this from the from the little plateau wild. You know I'm here in Montreal. You know what it is. 514. You know, you know we're here, bro. So today's episode, listen, it's mushy. It's 28th. We're the 28th of December right now. This is the date. This is my timestamp for you. The 20th of December. It is, it is wet outside, it is cold, there's no snow, there's ice, you know what I mean, like, you're just, just, you're just, like, gesturing, you know, what the fucking weather every day, you're like, but, and the third sport, obviously, I'm gonna wrap it up with les Canadiens de Montréal, le club, le CH, club de hockey, bet you didn't know that's what CH stands for, but, um, this is how rooted we are. We're the we're the only, we're the French equipe hockey never forgetting. So uh, so here we go. Um, little three sport jam. You know I gotta also point out, bro. NBA season's rocking around. You know what that means, bro? This is in game betting season, bro. You're watching the, t- the the Minnesota Timberwolves. Okay, they're playing the LA Lakers. The Timberwolves take a lead in the in the first quarter, bro. Like a like a 15 point lead, bro. You take all the money. Out of your RRSP, out of your savings account, and you drop it on the Lakers, cause you know what Daddy LeBron's gonna do? You know what he's gonna do? He's, he's just, his eyes are gonna start twitching, and he's just gonna fucking start dunking on everyone. You know what I'm saying? So NBA, listen, that's gonna be a next episode. I, I'm, um, I'm I gotta say, man, the NBA I've never really cared as much. Uh, I, I didn't. I've never English. I've never really cared heavily about the NBA until roughly four years ago, and. The NBA, man, uh, and it's just really because I was never in that environment of NBA. I feel like a lot of things in my life I started liking because I was in the right environment and, you know, the boys, you know, we would like different things. And a uh, big shout-out to my to my old roomie and uh, still good friend and fan of the show, uh, my boy Lulu, because he was the first one. Louis was the first one, man. He was watching the NBA. Um, no, I wouldn't say religiously, but pretty often. And uh, I started watching it with him. He, he liked the fucking Cavs, i don't know why because lebron and Kyrie arving is so good nah nah nah. nah 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 bro i've got a team though i'll, I'll keep uh, i'll keep the the announcement for my nba team because last season i i made a pact the same way that i chose my ravens back in 2011 baby i did a pact i was watching them play and i picked teams bro and this is the thing right montreal you know montreal the habs bleu blanc rouge bro till i die you know how it is. It's just Montreal is my city, right? It's my hockey team. We're in Canada. There's nothing more. There's nothing more that links you as a Canadian than 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 having your own hockey team, right? Because if you live in like you know Timmins, Ontario, right, you got some franco ontarians that live there, right? They'll cheer for the Habs. You'll have some some good Americans there. They'll they'll cheer for the Leafs. And so it's it's always good to be in a city that has its team, right? Because you really you vibe around it. You know, if you walk around wearing Habs gear, you know, you're like, people know you're the real deal. You know, you're not some little, you know, some little biatch. Who still says that, bro? It's 2020. So, um, no, so yeah. So the Habs, obviously, till I die. But the Ravens, you see, the Ravens was always an, an interesting thing. Because the Ravens, at the time, I was, I was, you know, I played football prior to that. But I never really had a team. And then I always had, I always liked Ray Lewis. All right? Just because Ray Lewis is just... I mean, did he kill that person or not? Like, he would answer you, you know. God forgave him. So, I'm sure he did it. But, between you and I, you know, Ray Lewis, greatest middle linebacker of all time. With that being said, I loved the way that at the time, even prior to uh, to their Super Bowl run in, uh, in, in 2012, um, prior to that, just the way the Ravens' defense was playing, you know, till this day, man, to this day, there isn't a single team in the NFL that would walk into a lineup with the Ravens and say something like, oh, no, their defense is shit. It's just... It never... You, you always respect the defense. And you're not playing the Jets. You know I mean? Now, they got rid of their D- or their DC, so now they're actually playing legit. But you know what I mean? Like, they're... The Jets beat the... <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, we're going to get to the, uh, to the, to the NFL uh, very shortly. But... Um... Yeah, so, so the Ravens, that's how kind it was, you know, kind of like leaning towards them. Uh, that was 2011, so it was the year before they went for the Cup. At the time, actually, uh, I think it was that playoff series where, like, yeah, the year before, so like 2010-2011, where uh, Joe Flacco uh, really distinguished himself as being elite, right? Um, he was really coming out of it, you know, he was, he was starting to you know add some feathers to his back you know he's really looking good out there is he still elite he's always going to be elite bro i have a t-shirt with joe flacco's face on it and it says elite under it it's certified you're on a t-shirt bro that's it your your job's done your career is is confirmed uh you have been uh, acknowledged in every hood you know that's how it works um, but uh, no, that's why I picked the Ravens back then. All right, and this is the worst part, bro. During the all the time that I was a Ravens fan, right, in those slumpy years where we were finishing eight and eight, ten and you know, ten and six, you know uh, ten and six, yeah, ten and six, and like those little weird, you know, kind of making the playoffs, but not really. Uh people were chirping me, like, uh oh, Ravens suck, uh, Joe Flacco, huh? Yeah. And now Ravens started getting good. They drafted Lamar Jackson. Everyone's like, "Oh, you're a bandwagoner!" Oh my God, bro! I literally have a Joe Flacco jersey. I cannot be a bandwagoner. It's just a fucking rule book. You can't. Yeah, just You just can't. But with that being said, let's just let's just deep dive in. So this is why I picked the Ravens. Okay, this is why I'm, the Ravens have been my team. I've I've never been to Baltimore. It is a dream of mine. Um, you know, every week I do watch the Ravens play, and it's uh, it's always a treat. Lamar Jackson, listen. This is gonna be the first topic, bro. Look, let's talk about my Ravens, baby. You know, you know. If you don't watch football, okay, you don't know what I'm saying. I'm just gonna tell you one thing. You're, 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 you're cordially invited to this uh, to the wagon. I invite you. Okay, listen. You might be a, a, a Patriots fan. Okay, I know it sucks. You don't have a quarterback. You're not making the playoffs. <laughs> ah, the Pats suck. <laughs> uh, this brings joy to my heart. You have no idea. All these Pats fan, bro. They're 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 God and Savior. Thomas Brady. You know, decided, hey, you know what? I like I like making out with my son in the sun. You know? <laughs> so I just went to Florida. <laughs> Uh, Yo, know, I'll give props to Tom Brady, man. Honestly, he's been playing lights out in the last few weeks. And it's always a, it's a weird because he he's a, he has that like you know menta- like Terminator mentality where sometimes like midpoint during game, I think it was the Bucks were playing. Who we play last game It wasn't the Panthers. Uh, I don't remember who it was, but they were down by like twenty. You know, third quarter, and then Tom just like put his little Thomas he put his he put his head between his hands, just looking down on the floor, and he's like, you know, I'm not gonna take this. I ain't gonna be that guy, bro. And just you know, just starts tearing it up, and they won the game. Um, but uh, no, obviously, first, first things first. How many times am I going to say that? Uh, talk about our Ravens, Baltimore Ravens. You know, they're the purple, they're the black, they're the white. You know, they're the. You know, they're the birds. I love them. Okay, so far this season, this is how the Ravens started the season, and this is a very interesting way to say it. At the beginning of the season, all the players, especially uh, guys like Hollywood Brown, who's one of the best receivers uh, uh, of the core, was having a very, very slow start to the season. And the way they played at the beginning of the season where they had these stints, right? I mean, they had a COVID, like, three weeks of COVID just being, like, destroying the O-line and the D-line, right? So it was a bit of a, of a hard stretch. But there is a, a point in the season where the players were, like, looking at at the OC and they're like, bro... The other team knows all our plays. We are we're an open book right now. We're getting destroyed. Like we need help. And what happened was, and 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 I just saw I saw like one journalist talk about it in, in Baltimore. And what's interesting of what happened was that at the end of last season, we can all we can all agree that last season Lamar Jackson was playing lights out. It didn't matter what what was happening during the game. The whole play was give the ball to Lamar. We're going to trust him that at the exact time where he needs to make a decision, he's going to make the right decision. And that was the trend for the entire season. Beginning of this season, I don't know what it was. I don't know what the hell Greg Norman was smoking during the offseason. But at one point, he's just like, you know what? Uh, We're going to keep Lamar as a bit more of a pocket QB. You know, we're going to let him, uh, you know, just throw the ball a bit more. Teams were like laughing. Like, really, bro? All right. No problem, bro. We'll play cover zero when there's like... Your O-line doesn't exist. No, We'll blitz your holes. No problem. Ravens started sucking. At one point, you even had Tracy McSorley, bro. The freaking TikTok star, bro. Bless us with his presence on the field. Uh, RJ3 hopped on for five minutes. Got injured. Surprise, surprise. And um, then we had a four-string QB. I forgot to write his name down. The kid from Utah State. Uh... Kid plays like a junior version of Lamar. People loved him. Uh, he was killing it. But again, Tracy McSorley got injured. So we, we're down to like our fit four string QB. It still got to dub. Cause cause cause, you know, our boy, our boy Lamar was having cramps. Quote unquote. But uh, enough about my Ravens, JK, Des Bryant, bro, scoring TDs, bro. This man's back. Yo, Cowboys. Cowboys fans, are you still Dem boys? I'm just checking in. Are you still Dem boys? Let me let me see. Oh shit, you're still not making the playoffs. Oh damn. Oh shit. Well, at least we're taking care of Des for you. So um, so you're welcome. Um, next thing, next thing on the menu. Let's talk about. Uh, first, I wanted to talk about the divisions. All right. I I there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of teams that have been doing a lot of interesting things this season. Okay. So I I, I unfortunately I don't think I'm able to to cross. Every team off the list, because I'm trying to wrap this episode within an hour. Right? There's a lot to talk about. I know, I know. I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna skim through a couple things. But the reason I'm doing that is also just to warm up everyone. Because look, this we're in week 17 next week, right? This is the last week of football, of regular season football. There is a ton of things on the line, especially in the AFC. Um, in the NFC, though, I mean, you know, I don't even. Honestly, I hate that I have to talk about them, but I'm going to have to talk about the NFC West for just... I'm going to keep it to like a minute, all right? Eventually. Because that is the biggest dumpster fire of a division that this entire fucking league has ever seen. The, the amount of, of sheer uh, incompetence, of just l- lack of everything on every front coaching, offense, defense, o-line, d-line, especially QBs. How does the NFC West be, go from like, you know, the, the the big bad Eagles, you know, they win a Super Bowl, right? And then they finish in the dumpster. The Washington football team killing it still in the dumps. You know, the, the Cowboys with all the talent. I mean, the Cowboys Cowboys are just at this point, I feel the Cowboys are cursed. You know they're they're the equivalent in the NFL of like the Montreal Canadiens in a sense, right? They had a lot of fame in the past. Now that's kind of wearing off. They have great talent. They have great players, dude. Just 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 their their receivers, bro. Even even as young as C. D. Lamb, bro. This kid, unbelievable. Dak fell down beginning of the season, gruesome injury. Obviously, that was that wasn't planned, but. It's just the boys, you know, just, just, what are you doing? Andy Dalton's your backup, bro. There's a reason he's not playing in the NFL anymore. I mean, he's not a starter anywhere, you know. Did the Bengals ruin him? Nah. He was a ginger playing for the orange team. What do you mean? He was meant to be. It's just, it's just, that's what it is. But, uh, okay, enough about the NFC, NFC West. I I said one minute, bro. I got triggered. That's what happened. Um... The AFC, though, the AFC is looking really tight. First things first, let's talk about them Steelers, baby. <laughs> uh, they were they were 11-0, bro. 11-0, walking in, you know, balls out, just like, yeah, Juju on that beat, uh, Juju on that beat. Uh. Little Juju started dancing on other teams' logos. Started getting pumped in the middle of the game. Man, gotta talk about them Steelers. Congrats on the collapse, though. Honestly... Your organization is complete trash. I'm just going to say it right now. The Pittsburgh Steelers, bro, this is what they do every season. They always show a good amount of pace, right? Not to do like an F1 reference, but they, they show good pace. You know, they, they, they show a lot of good things. They won 11-0 for Christ's sakes. However, every single win, especially the last few ones, right, in their, in their stint of, of undefeated games, you could see that there was a bit of a je ne sais quoi missing, right? There was a things weren't going too well they were you know they were just kind of scraping by they barely beat the ravens and the ravens were playing with their with their like b squad um and uh, now they're getting exposed and i'll be honest being a fan of a direct rival it just makes my tummy warm you know it just it fills it with butterflies it just makes it feel so good cuz right now here's the picture boys i mean i mean they clinched okay they clinched the division right they they got lucky last game they won They play against the Colts, whatever. You know, Colts are good. You know, a bit of a a, a surprise. But last game of the season, boys. Last game of the season, all right? We got the Browns facing the the Steelers, right? And then on the other side, you got the Ravens facing the the, the Bengals. If the Ravens win against the Bengals, GG, well played. Yo, Baker, see you next season, all right? I'll see you in an All-State commercial. Yes, stink, right? But if the Browns win... And the Ravens lose. The Browns make the playoffs. So next week, boys and girls, this is the time to hop on the wagon. Because right now, dude, I'm telling you right now. I'm, I'm telling you right now, the Ravens, the way they're playing, bro. Imagine a, a, a nice big black bird, right? A raven. Just, you know, he's just flying, alright, And there's just wind in his back, bro. He, 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 doesn't even, he doesn't even have to bat his wings, dude. He's just floating out there. He's just spread wings, just, just getting carried. That's it. That's what's happening with the Ravens right now. They're on a heater. Browns, Browns are being Browns, bro. They're, they're it doesn't matter. They could be owned 16 or 16-0, bro. They're still the Browns. They're just always going to find a way to just, you know, instead of, Running uh, in, an easy route, right? They're only going to throw a jet sweep with a reverse and then just, boom, get sacked in the backfield. It's just what they do. E-e-e-e-e-e. You know, anything. COVID protocols. You had Jarvis Landry missing last game. I think he was missing last game. Oh, no, Odell was missing last game. Anyway, AFC North, bro. One of the f- one of the funnest divisions to uh, to watch. You have three teams that have winning records, that have substantial winning records, and then you have the Bengals. Obviously, no one gives a shit, but... um. Yeah. Enough about the north. Let's move to the East. East Division. The Buffalo Bills, baby. The Buffalo Oh Buffalo Bills I'm gonna be real with you, bro. The things I would do right now for, for and, and I was talking about this to my uh to the Roadie bros. You know, you, you need to have roadie bros. Just just guys, you know, just the football guys or girls. Whatever. You know, whatever floats your floats your bacon. Um you have your group of boys that you always go on a trip, right? You you know you know each other's vibes, you know what's gonna happen on the trip. You know that you're just going to go there, you're going to get a cheap hotel room, you're going to get some booze, and especially if you go to the city of Buffalo, New York, you're going to get damn wings. And you're not going to stop, you're going to get more wings, and then more wings, and then that's it, that's the vibe, right? The things I would do right now in 2020, bro, just to go on that roadie, go in a filthy hotel, just so I can eat some damn wings and watch some football, man. You have no fucking idea. Honestly, I would staple my nutsack to a fucking two by four if I could just go to Buffalo of all places and just chill for a weekend. Just 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 delete. You know what I mean? Just Anyway, that was the That was the mental health break. <laughs> I love you guys. Thank you for listening. No, but on the real though, uh shout out to the Bills, man. I'm I'm a I'm a big Ravens fan, obviously. Number one. That's my number one team. You know, I uh I do like certain players in the league, but I gotta be real. I've always had a soft spot for the Bills, and uh, 95% of it is because of the Bills Mafia. Proximity also makes sense. Not too far. I mean, it's far from Montreal, but not too, too far. And um, the Bills are just have always been that greedy team. You know, they're not pretty, you know, they're not like the Giants, right? The Giants stink, but, you know, they, they always have that New York swag to them, right? Buffalo is a bit of like that, you know, disgruntled cousin, You know, he's got a chip on his shoulder all the time. He's like, you know, Tom Brady's been whooping my ass for so long. Like, I just got to win one for once. Tom Brady leaves. They win. Boom. Let's go. Josh Allen playing lights out again. I don't know what this kid eats, man. But he seems... This is what I like about Josh Allen, right? And and there's a lot of QBs that aren't like this. Is I feel, especially in a QB position, you got to be able to always... I mean, you have to draft. Obviously, you got to draft talent, right? You got, you got to be able to draft a QB that can throw, that can make the reads, right? That has a cannon of an arm, uh, and has good execution. And but you also, and this is the thing that's that can be applied also to like um to uh to the NHL. And I'll give you a good example after. But it doesn't matter how much talent you draft. Above all, honestly, above all, you need to have someone that is sound in between his ears. That's it. He's just, he understands, you know, where he is, where he's at. He wants to play, he wants to win, he wants to compete, you know? Not like some fucking Carson Wentz. You know what I mean? Or some Jonathan I Honestly, bro, guys that are called Jonathan, fucking idiots every single one of them. Just got me to put some Purell here. Getting excited. But guys like Carson Wentz is one of my favorite examples. Josh Allen is the polar opposite. You know, Josh Allen straight up went to Buffalo. He's like, yo, you know what? Give me that jacket. You know, give me, give me the, give me the shield. I got this. You know, he's been playing well. Obviously, you know, he has his off fucking throws, whatever. But overall, he's playing great. Carson Wentz, bro. The definition of a bitch ass QB, okay? And I'm gonna go in on the Eagles, all right? I, 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 you know, listen, I love birds. I usually always cheer on the birds, but Eagles, dude, really big piss off. I gotta say something, man. And and this was true with the Super Bowl. The same thing happened now with Jalen Hurts, okay? Jalen Hurts is not a great QB, all right. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm, uh, listen. We can debate this all you want, all right? He did, co- he did take over the reins, but he still, he looks like a lost puppy out there on the field. Carson Wentz though, all right? And you you can see this. I don't know if you have the, if you ever seen this there's um there was a draft video that was done on that year for the QBs. Uh, it's, it's on YouTube, you can find it. But Carson Wentz, one of the biggest things that really pushed people to to draft him was his IQ. You know, when he was being shown like tape he would say like all right well uh, this uh, this receiver here is uh, running a corner route here and uh, because of uh, of how the db is placed here uh, he he's definitely working more as a nick like this nickel here he's going to be here and safety is going to go there pinch here and-. so he's he's like breaking down all the plays and you can see you can see like the entire like front office of the eagles just like getting like throbbing out there like yeah oh you're, you're looking good out there yeah bro but this kid again between his ears See that's why I would take Jalen Hurts instead of Carson Wentz any day of the week, because bro, J- like Jalen Hurts, bro, he literally got got taken apart. Right, kid was in Alabama, right? They didn't they, they started two well above him? Then he went to to, um, to Oklahoma, played well, got drafted. He's always been that underdog, right? And I feel like that's like a Philly mentality. It's a Philly thing, you know. It's like, you know, it's it's it's, it's hard knocks out there, you know. Don't don't. It's not some posh bullshit. And uh, Jalen Hurts has that thing, you know, when he's like, yo, when someone tells him you suck, you know, he's gonna bounce back and be like, yo, fuck you, bro. Like, I don't suck. You suck. Right? But like Carson Wentz, if someone tells him he sucks, he's like, And like, yeah, I just wanna get traded. I just wanna go I just wanna go play for like Cincinnati or something. You know, like Cincinnati. Of course that's your dream, bro. There is no expectations from you if you go to Cincinnati. Come on fucking can't snack Carson Wentz. Hey, I went to the ANFC and I was talking about the ANFC. That's fine. Uh, how about them Jets though? Huh? Bro, the Jets. Shout out to the Jets, man. The new the new Cleveland Browns. Honestly, the, the odd part is, is that now they're playing better. And I want to give a big shout out to the Jets, bro. If it wasn't for the Jets, I would be worried about the Ravens making the passes here. Now, bro, I got Justin Tucker f- kicking a field goal from 10 yards out, alright? I'm not worried at all um I know the Steelers are gonna are gonna play hard against the Browns because that is still a potential playoff matchup for them but the Bengals I mean against the Ravens listen just just relax all right you know what I mean just let's just punch it in yo Ravens are gonna play on I'm telling you this right now if you want to bet too bro yo next game Ravens against Bengals the Ravens are gonna play with a goddamn knife between their teeth. They're gonna, they're gonna they're gonna blow up. Blow up Cincinnati. I'm not even I don't even care what the spread is. Seven points? Ten points? Three points? Bro, Ravens by a billion, bro. Straight up. Quote me on it, bro. Bet the house. I don't care. Watch this, bite me in the ass. But the Jets, man, yo, huge shout out to the Jets for beating the Browns with a forced fumble at the end of the game, last game. Man, beautiful. Just you know the Browns again doing what Browns do. They just get in their own way. It, it's just phenomenal. Um, love to see it, but big shout out to the Jets. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, uh, I guess they won't be getting the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. You know, Jacksonville's looking good right now. See what happens, but um, Trevor Lawrence, man, I feel bad for the kid, man. This kid is gonna is again. He's a good example of one of those kids that has a has it between his heads. Has it between his heads? Has it between his ears? He's a bit like a Joe Burrow in a sense, where I, I feel Joe Burrow might be a bit more of a of a little little bitch, you know, a little little little, little sissy panties, you know, like a little, you know. But um, Trevor Lawrence has just been you know, shooting nothing but threes, bro. Clean nets, bro. Like just for like the last ten years, kid, kid's unreal. So uh, there's a very very high chance I think he's gonna come to the NFL and just tear it up. If he doesn't win the Heisman this year too, bro, that's a fucking that is that is biggest hoax in the history of football. Um, but yeah, let's keep going. Um, yeah, okay, Patriots suck. We got Jets killing it, absolutely killing it. Yo, they just fired their defensive coordinator, and then all of a sudden, the the they're they're stopping, they're stopping, they're literally stopping offenses. It's insane. Um. so uh, let's do a roundup okay yeah so Steelers are being exposed that's good Antonio Brown never thought I'd say this in 2020 but Antonio Brown is quiet can you believe that I honestly man I, I don't know what kind of conversation happened but this is I think a testament and I hate to admit it I hate to admit it because we're talking about Tom Brady again uh, you know he but I'm telling you, I have a feeling that first of all, Tom Brady is gonna go down as one of the greatest. <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers is the greatest QB of all time, by the way. But Tom Brady is always gonna go down as a as a short second. And um in uh in Tom Brady, I, I'm I'm telling you, bro, there, there must have been this conversation that happened, the same one that happened in uh in uh, in New England back when when uh, when Antonio did his first in there for, for one game. But there must be a moment where, like, Tom Brady literally took him. You know, like, when you take a cat, you know, by the by the back of his neck, you know, you just kind of, like, grab him. You're like, yo, listen, bitch. <laughs> you know, like, I'm running. I'm the captain now. You know? I'm sure he did that to Antonio. He just literally sat him down. He's like, listen, bitch. <laughs> if, you sp- if you post one tweet about anything about this team, I will kill you. I'm sure that happened. Or if it wasn't him, it was uh, Bruce Arian for sure. I Had to sit down with him, obviously, obviously, right? But it's impressive to see how he did a one eighty. Cause I didn't, I didn't do the fiasco, the little diva person, like whatever he did in in Oakland. That was, I mean, that was a that was a catastrophe. That was a complete joke. Um... What he did in, with the Steelers, too, I don't know, man. A lot of people are saying it's because he got concussed and, you know, things weren't going well, which I, I do believe. And, you know, if that's the case, then I, I do kind of feel bad because, you know, his entire, I guess his entire, um, not persona, but, like, all the bad things that can happen because, you know, your, your head is messed up is, you know, you expose it publicly. You know, everyone knows about it. And, and you know. It, it, it sucks but yo, good for him man he 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 came back he is one of the best receivers in the game when he's playing at full capacity Gronk also came back beginning of the season he was just like a lead blocker for all plays now he's making great catches again so um you know yeah g- you know good on the bucks you know they're NFC whatever but uh you know it's what it is uh, special mention before i move into formula 1 i know i just i just hovered i hovered i know but listen guys Hey yo, if you like the the NFL episodes, yo, I'll do one every week if I have to because I really do enjoy talking about it. But um, now I'm starting to realize that uh, I'm running out of time, and I've just really just talked about football. So one last mention, bro, and I gotta mention it because I love running backs. Okay, that's my position. All right, I'm not not me, you know, but like, you know, I remember fun fact. Okay, when when I was when I was in Cjep, all right, I hadn't played for two years, and I showed up to the tryouts for the for the Vanier Cheetahs, all right, completely out of shape, was getting bullied out there. And I wanted to play as a tight end. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I wanted to play as a tight end because I didn't, I couldn't be a running back. But I wanted to be like one of those like option guys because I knew how to block, right? I played all line, right? I, I know how to block. Just give me a gap, tell me to go in, I'll block. I'll move whatever the fuck needs to be moved. I will take out the trash, all right? But you know, asking me to run routes, what do you what? Like, I don't know what that is You know, I've played Madden I know what the four verticals are I can't do four verticals, I'm too slow You know, you got you got almost 220 pounds of pure muscle here You know, lean machine, cuisine You know, you can't, can't go that far It just, you know, I'm, not, I'm not DK Metcalf Bro, anyways, I just have to make a shout out Big shout out to Derrick Henry, bro Honestly, I don't know what he did To Earl Thomas, alright but ever since that stiff arm last year in the playoffs, Earl Thomas has never been the same. He got caught in bed like that summer with his brother and some other chick. What? What's this gossip about? I don't know. I don't know, bro. It just happened. It was just one of those things, bro. And um, ever since, I don't even know where he is now. He got tr- he got he signed free agent somewhere. Ravens released him. They're like, "Yo, this dude's a fucking psycho." They signed Marcus Peters. Jury's thought on that one. Yo, low key though, I'm gonna point out one last thing, all right? Before I get back to Derrick Henry. Yo, there's there's an there's a video of like Marcus 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 Peters. I was gonna say Marcus Peterson for some reason. Marcus Peters, like I think he accidentally spat on on Jarvis, but in the video, man, it doesn't look like he did it accidentally. Um but I, that's a big gross. I, I honestly I do think that spitting on someone is like the ultimate disrespect. You know, you can call someone's mom, you know, like, weird names, you know, whatever. That's just boys being stupid. But, like, spitting on someone, like, throwing bodily fluids of someone onto someone is like, whoa. You know? I really don't like you. That's <laughs> fucked up. Um, I digress. Derek Henry, bro. I gotta say, man, I love backs, alright? I love seeing good running backs, you know, running, like, running all over defenses. I hate... That Derrick Henry is running over, is running over, is running all over my Ravens. Bro, this guy's been clapping like 200-yard bombs against the Ravens. Against the Ravens defense, bro. It's one of the highest-rated defenses in the league, if not the highest-rated. Anyway, uh, not now because they had a slump and statistics are an average, aggregate average, whatever. You get what I'm saying. But dude, Derek Henry man, watching him play, I just I, dude honestly, I watch sometimes like Titans games just to watch Derrick Henry like steamroll people. Every single game, there is a game a last not last game or maybe it was last game week sixteen okay this year. I don't know if it was. No, it was last week. It was week seven. Yeah, it was week uh, week fifteen. Dude, he stiff armed some some. I don't. Know, I think it was an outside linebacker. I don't know what he did, bro. He literally. He literally stiff-armed this man into, like, the third crust of the earth. Like, just mantle him completely. And and I just, the satisfaction I get from watching Derrick Henry just steamroll. It, it is, it's beautiful to watch, man. It's beautiful to watch. I'm really hoping that J.K. Dobbins turns into that kind of back. He's still young, bro. Ohio State, you know, represent. But um, I've never been to Ohio State, but, you know, Ohio. Ohio's legit. I like Ohio. People are always tripping about Ohio. Uh, but no. Yeah, Derrick Henry is a fucking monster. I hate that he's in the AFC. But uh, anyway, I'll move on to Formula 1. I've been... I've been... I've been apologized. Dude, I have been apologize, dude. I gotta go through this, man. I got an entire list of beautiful things to talk about. Uh, but... Um, nah, bro. The Bills... Oh, I forgot to mention one thing about the Bills, man. Um, you're gonna fucking lose to the Ravens in the playoffs. Is all I want to say. Alright, moving on to Formula 1. All right. I know this is going to be a bit of a sport, a bit of a, of a of a of an adventure, right? Not a lot of you may may or may not listen to Formula One, so this might just be for a few. So, um, listen. I'm just going to wrap up the season, man. This season has been honestly one of the one of the most fun seasons to watch. I wasn't expecting it, right? Obviously, Mercedes dominance, seventh title in a row. Lewis, sixth title with with uh, with Mercedes. And uh, Or seventh Wait No he didn't win with McLaren True 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 No he did win with McLaren Yeah six Um, You only had Nico Rosberg In in the mix there in 2016 Just like Snatched a win Was it 2016? No it was 2018 Fuck You talking about Formula 1 You don't even know what the fuck you- Whatever bro It's Nico Rosberg No one gives a shit But um, Yo So much So many things happened this season Right We saw We saw Checo our uh, our our Mexican driver finally went get a win. We saw Pierre Gasly after being slapped back down to Alfa Tauri to Toro Rosso. Why did it change to Alfa Tauri? I I never understand, bro. It's this is a uh, this is such a good Red Bull move, bro. They're like, oh Alpha Tauri, it's uh, it's our fashion line. Our fashion line uh, is gonna be uh, primero uno. Mm-hmm. So they talk, and uh, and and now it's like. They they said the announced middle of the season it was like Helmut Marko is like oh well you know now uh, Alpha Tauri is gonna be our, our sister team not our junior team our sister team so you're gonna get like two Red Bull teams they're gonna be competing against one another apparently uh, but what a mess this year, bro like so many good things happened you know one of the biggest one of the biggest challenges that happened in the beginning of the of last season um, is uh, was it 2018 maybe hmm blank. It was it was 2018. It was a partnership that happened between uh, Honda and uh, and Red Bull, right? McLaren. By the way, I just want to say it out because I haven't said it yet, just yet, dude. McLaren is my team. All right, it's always been my team. It's been my team since 2011. Since Jensen Button came into Montreal, was last had like five pit stops and still won the race. That was the day I became a McLaren fan. And it's always stuck, you know, obviously there's been, I'll be very real with you, there's some years in between that I didn't watch, just because McLaren, again, they had the Honda engines, the, they ditched Mercedes, because obviously, I guess, pricing, but Mercedes was also like, hey, we're having good car now we compete against you, haha, Germans, eh, <laughs> funny people, and um, and so the uh, sign with Honda, unproven engine, they sucked so much for like six years, they even brought in Fernando Alonso at one point. You're trying to save it. They're like, oh, Fernando, help us. And Fernando's like, nah, GP2 engine, GP2. Fernando, bro, is a prima donna, bro. He's, he's making a comeback on the grid next year, bro. As like, he's like fucking like 75 years old. Like, what are you doing? Let, let the young guns play. You know, he's like, oh, I'd like Formula One. i come back with Renault and Alpine, I mean. Nah, fuck you, bro. You're 40. Just, just leave, leave the kids alone, you know. Anyway. I don't like Fernando. I don't. I don't. Now listen, he's a generational... Sure. He's a generational, generational talent. T- talent. Fuck. But he just, you know... Yeah, he, he stinks. He's a, he's a shit team player. I don't like him. Uh, but uh, nonetheless, obviously, wrap up of the season. Yo, uh, Mercedes one two. Easy clap. Valtteri Bottas uh, sucked. Honestly, Valtteri Bottas, I would feel... I don't know if I would feel bad if I was him, but I don't think I could live in his shoes, bro. I'm be real. You like he literally signed a contract. He was like a Rubens Barrichello. He was a Felipe Massa, all right, To like a, a Michael Schumacher, to a Kimi Raikkonen, right? To a Sebastian Vettel at on one point. You're you you got to understand like there's teams for Ferrari. Okay, has always done this, all right? Ferrari has always done this. Uh, Mercedes didn't do it with Rosberg. Cost them a lot. Uh, Not not so much in the in the in the in the big picture since they won like seven constructors in a row. But you know, since then Nico and uh, Nico and Lewis are just not friends. You know, and they used to be like boys. You know, back from karting, (laughs) but that's dead. But again, you see, like that's the thing, right? In Formula One, if you don't listen to Formula One, you just want to listen to my voice talking about Formula One. Listen. Thank you for being here. Really appreciate it, by the way. But let me just give you a bit of insight, right? So normally teams, all right, you have teams that you have the top tier teams. Usually shuffles it. Sh- it shuffles around. Obviously, last seven years, it's only been Mercedes and, and the rest. Uh, Red Bull close second. F- uh, Ferrari was also a close second at one point, but then you know they got caught with an illegal engine, and you know this year they just sucked. So uh, it's on them. It's on them. But usually, what they do one of the one of the one of the key strategies because in a race, uh, it's important sometimes to hold up the backfield if you want to have a clear winner right so what happens is is it would happen a lot in the past with like uh, with Mike Schumacher Mick, sorry Michael Schumacher because Mick is coming into town next year with uh, Mazepin huh? really uh, a proud uh, women's rights leader in Mazepin fuck I can't believe this guy's getting a seat bro this is Formula One is also going into shit a bit but Okay, back to the strategy. One of the main things is is that you have like your one, in the team of two, you're going to have your number one driver and then you're going to have your number two driver. In most cases, and Mercedes is one of the good examples of that. Mercedes always said, listen, you guys race, you guys are qualifying, whoever is leading at a certain point during the race, you're going to get the preferential strategy. So what's gonna happen is, for instance, like the first pit stop and undercutting the 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 next team behind is, is a very big move. Okay, so I'll give you an example, right? Let's say that that Michael Schumacher, right, finishes uh, qualifies first in the race, right? And then you're gonna have, I mean, at this point it was like, let's say Rubens Barrichello, because he was like the biggest pet, bro. He was just the bitch of the entire relationship from A to Z. Um, and uh, at one point. Anyway, other stories. I digress. Okay, so so what happens is is like let's say Mike Schumacher, right? Michael Schumacher, right? He, he just flies off the grid. He's he he started in P one, and he just needs to maintain P one to win the race. To win the race, what is Rubens Barrichello gonna do, right? Because he has an identical car, right? He's gonna give him maybe a bit of a race in the first like three laps, but then he's just gonna slow down. Because what's gonna happen? Now, all the other teams behind him, right? Let's say the... Well, I mean, back in the days, it was like McLaren's. It was like Mercedes was kind of a bit in the mix. Reynolds were in the mix. But point is, the teams that are behind are going to try to catch up to Michael Schumacher. But you're just stalling in the back. You're keeping them behind you, right? Because they have to try to move. Like They have to try to make moves around you. They try to try to overtake you, right? By doing that, they're using more fuel. They're using more of their tires. They're wearing out quicker. So there's, there's like a level of strategy at Formula 1 that is just really really fun to watch it's very enjoyable but what's also not enjoyable is exactly that kind of strategy because what happens is like listen it's like a Valtteri Bottas okay of like 2020 right with Lewis Hamilton so essentially the second driver is going to be told listen you're not going to win the race all right we're going to do everything in our power so your number one driver wins the race and uh I mean we're just going to give you second place though but I mean you know it's 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 a consolation prize right you have so many drivers on the grid. And Nico Rosberg, as much as I don't like him, because he's a little money gasque. You know, this is from fucking it's like it's like it's like Jacques Villeneuve, man. Same thing. You know, he's a he's a Quebec boy, right? All that world champion. But he grew up in Monaco. You're you're the like It's like, you know, you're a Montrealer and then you're like, like I'm from like upper west mount like summit circle like that's where i'm from oh my god like really like i don't care about you you know it's just it's just what it is you're not human you know you're part of the lizard people just trying to overtake the world we know you have a moon space base space base wow that came out well um but yeah no. so um so 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 yeah so botas was really the the i guess the bitch of the grid this year Uh, didn't really do much, he won two races, he tried to be cocky on one of the comms, at the end of the race, he's like, um, message to whoever uh, doubted me, I can't even do the Finnish accent, whatever, he got, he, he started calling out people for doubting him, bro, he did exactly that for the remaining of the last five races, he just sat back in his place, didn't challenge anything, it was a little Romain Grosjean of the world, man, I can't believe I'm talking shit right now for a living, this is fucking sick, um but uh, no so that that was the mercedes wrap-up let's i'm gonna go one by one uh, just for the ones that are relevant Haas, yo shout out to Haas, bro Haas, if you're if you're new to formula one you don't know who to cheer for don't cheer for Haas, okay just just don't all right they're the only american team right that that i honestly i do always have like a bit of a, a soft spot for them because they're one of the only teams that really comes from scratch they don't they don't make their own cars they don't make their own engines it's just Gene Haas, right, the the, the the CEO of the whole thing. He's like, you know what, I just want to have a car in Formula 1. Boom, that's it. Kind of a bit like what Red Bull did back in the days. But uh, definitely, obviously, without the same kind of financial backing. Um, but Haas this year, man, had arguably, and I'm going to say this, this might be a hot take, but Romain Grosjean is arguably one of the worst races racers to have ever fucking stepped foot on a paddock, all right? On any grid, he is ass. His entire career, he's been only average, like, from average to below average, right? He's garbage. Last, and and the fact that he ended his entire career, and listen, I'm not going to say that I'm happy it happened, because it's, it's I'm not, you know, he had a huge crash in uh, in Bahrain, and, um, you know, it was one of the biggest crashes I've ever seen in Formula 1, and the fact that he literally hopped out of his burning car it was insane, so I'm happy that that happened. Obviously, I don't wish him any, any kind of ill, but... It's honestly so fitting that through all his useless crashes, remind you, okay, I'm going to remind you of some things. He is probably the only driver in the history of the sport that has crashed on a formation lap, that has crashed behind the safety car, um, and that has crashed in the pit lane when exiting. It's It's honestly a feat. He is completely lost. All right, I don't. I have no idea how he made it so far in Formula One. Maybe he had some backing. I don't know what it is. All right, but on the other hand, Kevin Magnussen, he he also is gone next season. Right? They swapped everyone. They 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 got rid of the old, got into the new. They got Mick Schumacher coming in, the son of the great Michael Schumacher, and they got Nikita Mazepin, the little Ruski, you know, little 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 Samichki, little you know. Uh, obviously comes from uh, from a billionaire backing of his daddy, and that's that brings me to my second thing, right? Oh, by the way, Kevin Magnuson, I don't feel bad, all right? Let's, I think I think he was a very aggressively, he was a driver, but there was always something missing with his with his fucking, you know, his driving. There's always like a little thing missing. I, I can't really put my finger on it, but he always like he always drove, you know, elbows out when sometimes he just didn't have the car to do it, so he just kind of looked weird. But anyway um but uh going into this the other thing the other plague that happened this year and this is a, th- a trend that is unfortunately growing in Formula One it's uh the 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 amount of paid drivers that are on the grid man and can you imagine this bro like imagine you're you're uh you're Jeff Molson okay you're the owner of the Montreal Canadiens bro okay and uh and uh you know uh, my dad is is loaded. Hypothetically, that's a <laughs> stretch. Uh, my dad, billionaire dad, comes in. He's like, hey, hey, Jeff. <laughs> said, Jeff? My son. He played goalie, you know, in uh, junior A. You know, uh, you know, um, I'll give you, I'll give you five hundred million. You know, you you let him play a couple of games. You know, just just, just so he can make chell. You know, he make chell. So that would be such an insult to the sport. Right, every single hockey fan, like imagine imagine the second you know, and the hypothetical, right? In this imaginary world that I'm in, right? We're all in the same simulation together, but listen, this is my reality, it's my truth. <laughs> so 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 can you imagine like walking into the Bell Center, right, taking the crease, telling Carey Price, Hey bitch, you're my backup. <laughs> right? Like like no one would come to that game all the real fans would stay at home and just be like, wow, this is a complete joke. This is a farce. But, unfortunately, in Formula 1, that is reality. Where, uh, you know, and, and that's the best part, right? We have two Canadians on the grid, right? We have one kid from, from Quebec, one kid from Ontario, from Toronto. Bro, two of the vainest human beings I have ever seen in my entire life. Surprised? No. They come from billionaire dads. And billionaire dads... You know, just bought the seats, and they said, you know, I'm gonna buy part of this team. I mean, Lawrence Stroll. I gotta give this, I gotta give this man a shout out, dude. This guy's like sixty something years old, right? He's dating a twenty-year-old bombshell, right? He's just buying F1 teams. <laughs> He's just like, man, fuck it, mm, Aston Martin, my like. Uh, you can't like them. It's just impossible to like them. We have two Canadians on the grid, bro, and I could just not care for the slightest about their success. Because they're just not it right Like I'll give you an example right Back in the days If you ask any of the old motorheads on the old people that always listen to Formula 1 Or watch Formula 1 They'll always tell you that There was two of the two of the greatest talents To have ever driven in Formula 1 Two of them died doing it right One of them is obviously Art and Senna But uh, The second one is um, I think when was it Oh is that Imola that he passed yeah um, and, uh, the second one is Gilles Villeneuve, all right? Cause Gilles Villeneuve, for whatever reason, he was just this fucking maniac, you know? He had, he had like a, a collection of speeding tickets when he lived in, uh, in Quebec. Um, was great at karting, was one of those drivers, bro, that just blended with the track. You know, they would, they would do overtakes in areas that you don't do overtakes. Cause everything is on the limit. Everything's tight, dude. Gilles would just, you know, just, you know, just not give a shit. He just just go right by. So that was the kind of that was the kind of energy you know that that he had. But now you know Jacques Jacques was a paid driver too. I'm gonna be real, Alright. Jacques was good, right? He won championships, but it was like, you know, you're not your you're not your dad, right? It's always that disappointing transition. It's like, yeah, you know, your dad was like a legend, but you're kind of shit. Um, and uh, obviously, also he, he grew up in Monaco, so he has that little flair of arrogance. You know, you just want to punch in the head. Um, and uh, and that's what we got. But uh, you know, to his defense, I mean the problem is is that also these kids usually and, and I've met these kids, right? I went to College Notre Dame, right? I, I know I know that type, that archetype. It's really, you know, they're rich, they always got it easy, they don't have to work for it, but then when they win it, they just flaunt it in your fucking face. That's that's Lauren Stroll. I mean, that's uh Lance Stroll. Same shit. Uh Latifi, however, I think he gets humbled because he drives a Williams which is really no better than a honda civic and at this point it's like one of those situations where you know you don't care about latifi as much because he's a bit more humble but when he talks you can you can feel it's he doesn't talk to a lot of people you know what i mean he's just he he's used to an echo chamber kind of thing same thing with lance bro lance stroll every time i see him win anything like podiums and shit i'm just like you know you're driving a pink Mercedes. You know, it's not you. It's not you. It's it's the car. You're, the car's good. The car is like a Tesla. It literally drives itself. Imagine if we were blessed, and this year we almost got blessed with uh, with Nico Hulkenberg. Sorry, Nico Hulkenberg. Almost making a comeback. He made two comebacks in, in this year. Uh, it was phenomenal to see really really fun to watch uh unfortunately he doesn't have a seat for next year so many things happen this year in formula one bro like it's insane all the all the driver changes right i didn't even write them all down but i'm gonna just go top of my head right so so first things first biggest signing in my opinion is uh is uh, sergio perez right checo moving from getting kicked out of his seat at Aston, aston martin next year BWT better water treatment the pink Mercedes that shit's gone they might honestly there's been rumors also that BWT because they have like that thing where they just want pink cars everywhere in all in all formulas right not just Formula One in like other like Indy cars NASCARs. um they, that's their branding and and uh Aston Martin is like that fours green right like kind of like panache you know like a bit more of a royal-ish color so that's probably not gonna blend well could you could you do a mix of dark green and like pink? I think there's a way to pull it off. Well, like bright pink, you know, like you know, ba ba pa ba ba pa pa. Um so so that that was a huge thing. So obviously yeah, big signing. Uh so that means in Red Bull also obviously there's Alex Albon that uh Again, I was talking about it earlier. You know, with guys like Aaron Rodgers, who's going to win the MVP, right? Is that sometimes you get you get these people, right? You get these kids with a shit ton of talent, but if they just don't have that fucking you know dog mentality in the back of their in the back of their head, they're not gonna they're not gonna make it. And that's exactly what happened to Alex Albon. Alex Albon, bro, you look at his stats in in junior karting in in uh, in FP two, FP three, dude, he always did really well, but for whatever reason, bro, and. An argument can be done, and again, the Red Bull Junior Driver Program is a fucking disaster. Um, they managed to scrap so much talent. I feel Yuki Sonoda, right, the newcomer at AlphaTauri. I honestly, Godspeed, kid, Godspeed, because I, I don't know what the fuck they're doing at Red Bull, but it's like you know, there's Max, and then there's the rest, right? Max Verstappen, we know he's the best. Honestly, I'll just say it right now, he's the best driver on the grid, hands down. Lewis. Is up there? It's one two. I don't even know, dude. Honestly, I don't want to be. I know, I know. Some of you Formula One heads out there, you're like, "And eh, what the fuck you're talking about, bro?" Dude, honestly, Lewis Hamilton has done something that is insane, which is, ah, dude, he's won, he's won seven world championships. You know how it is. You know, it's like in, in UFC, right? You're gonna have like your title fights, and I think one title fight in the UFC equals a bit like a season in in um in Formula One because you know you're in UFC it's I feel it's a lot harder and I think I think it's um I think our, our boy Gsp said it that it's a lot harder to remain at the top than to become a contender. Because everyone wants a piece of your ass once you're at the top, right? And obviously, Lewis had a bit of help with Bottas being a fucking orange cone the entire season. But, you know, truth is is that it takes it takes a lot to do what he did. Because there's some times, man, that he was slammed at the back of the grid and he still made amazing comebacks. Yeah, he has a, a, a car that's like a second quicker than the midfield. But, you know, it, it, it's still respectable. So, anyways, my, my top two is definitely Verstappen and, and Lewis. But. That being said, you know Red Bull has always sucked with with forming talent around their cars, right? Because now it's like this entire season turned into a musical chair at one point, right? Well, now you have you have Daniel Ricciardo, right? He 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 literally told Red Bull to go fuck themselves. Then he went to Renault, and then he's like, oh, this French motor is kind of shit. He's fucking Australian. What kind of accent is this? And um, now he's dipping. McLaren finished third in the constructors, right? Right behind Red Bull, uh, right above the pink Mercedes, and right above Renault. Uh, and um, and you know everything is looking good for McLaren route. now they're they're going back bro McLaren this is why I'm so excited also if you're not a fan of Formula One and you want to get into it first and foremost okay pro tip watch Drive to Survive on Netflix watch every single episode binge it and I'm guaranteeing you after this you're gonna be like holy shit season 2021 I'm in like you're gonna sign up for it straight up you're gonna get you're gonna get the pay per view it's 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 over you're gonna love it I'll tell you one thing. Now is the time to hop on the McLaren wagon because the glory days are coming back. McLaren finally signed a deal with Mercedes to go back to the prime days, the days where Lewis and Jensen and, and and you know, even Kimi, he, Kimi, Kimi raced for McLaren, fun fact. Checo raced for McLaren too, in case you didn't remember. Kevin Magnussen as well, didn't do so well. But, uh, no, the glory days are coming back for uh, for McLaren and uh, it's great to see, but... Um, yeah, so now next year we're going to have Lando Norris. We're going to have Daniel Ricciardo on the same team. This is going to be the meme team of the entire grid. These guys are going to be playing jokes. You know, Carlando was nice, right? Carlos Saints Jr. with our boy Lando Norris. Dude, now we're going to get Daniel Ricciardo. Yo, bro, it's all about the memes. You know what's up the memes, you know? What are you going to do in between races, right? Just watch highlights of the race? No. You're going to want content. This is the new generation, bro. It's just content. 365, 247. And McLaren is going to be the place to be next year. Quote me on this. Um, other changes, yeah, so Checo moved around Ferrari, Ferrari did also uh, a, a, an interesting change um, I mean, they did a change a couple of years ago When they started preferring Charles Leclerc uh, to, uh, to Sebastian Vettel Which, uh, good for him, he's moving to the pink Mercedes next year was going to be Aston Martin uh, But Ferrari uh, decided to take the old road uh which i mean they've always been taking that same road where you know ferrari you have you have a number one driver number two driver right we i've explained it earlier we understand the concept now so now you're gonna have charles Leclerc, who is arguably also i think is like the third or second best you know the top five drivers in this in this grid is insane like they're they're really talented to a point where you know they don't look they don't make latifi look good right lance stroll fuck off you know (laughs) i'm getting mad uh, but no, so next year you're gonna have, you're gonna have Carlos Sainz Jr. and uh, and uh, and Charles Leclerc. Charles Leclerc is gonna be the number one driver. Sainz is gonna be the second. Which I'm gonna have a hard time seeing how he takes it, because because you know that's the best part about the lineup they had last year, right? When when Carlos was was driving with Lando, is that there was a lot of respect between the two. Uh, McLaren also does this one thing that I really love, and that not a lot of other uh, teams do, is that there isn't really a one driver, two driver you know scenario it's just listen both of you have the identical car both of you are are able to put up numbers okay so if at the point that the pit the pit stop rolls around all right we got to make a move whoever's first is getting preferential treatment that's it which is fair you know if uh, you call quicker you you get out better you have a better race why would you you know you can't just you can't just you can't just hijack your entire future here so so that was so that's that's what i like about mclaren too that they're gonna keep that going too next year AlphaTauri uh, is going to move to uh, to yeah so Pierre Gasly staying who's had an incredible last two years um, you know obviously the stint at Red Bull he looked like garbage with Red Bull not going to lie he looked like complete ass but ever since he came back to Alpha Terry, which is a weaker car he's been outperforming Albon on several occasions so you know it's interesting to see he's going to be paired up with uh, Yuki Tsunoda who's also uh, FP2 whiz. This kid is one of those kids dude that's just been climbing up the ranks man. Just he reminds me a bit of like a Verstappen in in a sense. Um talent-wise they're very different drivers, but um yeah, Yuki Tsunoda is looking really I I'm, I'm curious to see what's going to happen. You know, I don't think he's going to shit the bed. He's not going to be like a Fittipaldi, you know, like a fucking two-race two hit two two-race wonder Kids sucked. Anyway, I don't know why I don't I didn't like him at all. He came in when uh when Grosjean was injured, right? After his after his crash dude. He sucked, dude. He honestly, the way he was acting around the media, he he looked like a kid that was trying to buy a seat through like the media's perception versus like talent on the track. Because on the track, he didn't do good. He, he was average at best. Obviously, he had a shit car, but you know what I mean. Like sometimes you see these drivers go, and you're like, oh, okay. Like yeah, you have a, you have, you're driving a Civic right now, but you know you could also drive a Lambo. I can see it. So um. But now Mazepin, okay, I'm gonna just do a little parenthesis on this. In case you didn't in case you, you didn't see this, okay. Nikita Mazepin is like the 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 Ferrari version of uh oh, what's that dick's name again? You know that poker player that has a huge beard? Oh blanking. Anyway, that 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 douchebag, right? <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> uh Oh, I forgot! I remember he was Jewish. I remember his last name was Jewish. Fuck, can't remember. That was like Playboy millionaire poker player dude. And what is this? Every episode, I have to fucking blank on this one dude. He's not a Rob. Fuck. Anyway, whatever. He's a douchebag. Is what I'm trying to say, right? There's a video that that surfaced that he posted, and this is the funniest thing, bro. He. It's not funny, but. Dude, he literally, he was in a car, right? He was being driven around in a Porsche, like, Panamera by, like, some friend. There's this, like, fucking hot-ass Russian chick in the back, right? And he just, like, turns around and just goes and, like, grabs her tit. Like, on video, you know? And, like, records the whole thing of, like, him just grabbing her, her tit and she's like, oh, my God, stop. You know? And then he posts it on a story. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? There's so many what the fucks here. Like, first of all, why are you, why? You know, I understand groupies, okay? Listen, I Dennis Rodman has, has told way too many stories for me not to believe in groupies anymore, right? There are literally girls out there that are willing to do anything just because you have a shit ton of money, right? Same thing with guys. It, it, it goes both ways. But, um, you know, the groupie phenomena is really like, it's like the Beatles, right? You know, you look, you listen to their concerts. There's so many girls out there who are just ready to throw their underwear at them, right? It's gonna happen. But you know, not, I'm not. You know, I'm just saying that because that's just the reality of things. But like, dude, what he did, I mean. And then after that, he he issued a public apology. Right, They're like, oh, but you know, she's my friend. You know, and then she said another public apology on her Instagram. She's like, oh no, Nikita's my really good friend. He would never embarrass me. Like, okay, bro, like. This is yo, mazepin's lawyer just showed up with a fucking suitcase of cash. He's like, Here, take this, shut the fuck up. And she's like, Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm dumbing it down. Can you get what I'm saying? Fuck Nikita mazepin is what I'm trying to say. Um, so yeah, uh, what else? Williams's ass, Hass's ass, Alfatari's ass ish, Ferrari recovered, Aston Martin recovered, fuck Lance Stroll, Ferrari recovered, Honda. George Russell, fuck this dude. Honda, bro, bunch of little fucks. I cannot believe they're leaving Formula One. Yo, they d- and and this is personal because they fucked McLaren. All right, they were McLaren for fucking like six years. McLaren sucked. The units keep blowing up. There wasn't enough horsepower in the cars. Didn't matter what you did in terms of a, of a, of. A, you know, of an aerodynamic perspective and the engineering department of, like, lowering down the car, putting more downforce, I fuck, didn't matter. They sucked. They stank. Bro, Red Bull, with the biggest ball sack move of the entire world, just says, you know what? You guys have an unproven engine, but we really fucking hate Renault, so fuck Renault, we're going to get the Honda engines, and we'll see what happens. Fucking Verstappen is just lapping everyone in the stupid Honda Civic engine. How? Yo, bro! You see my P flow, bro. You see the VTEC, bro. Oh my God! <laughs> the fuck. Well, finally Honda is having a decent engine that that has the potential to challenge fucking Mercedes. But now, no, they watched some documentary about Greta Thunberg or whatever, and now they're like, uh, because yeah, we wanna as a company, we just wanna reduce our emissions for like, you know, like the future and the planet. So like, we're gonna leave Formula One. Fuck you. Fuck you, Honda. You know, like, what? It's the worst excuse ever. So now Red Bull is stuck without an engine for 2021. They have one more year with Honda. Sorry, 2022. So they have one more year with the Honda engines they got, and then they're dipping. So now they're going to have three options. Renault. The moteur Renault. They're going to have Mercedes engines. And they're going to have Ferrari engines. That's it. Three choices, bro. There's been rumors that Red Bull was going to, like, buy the Honda, you know, department for engine built and shit and just kind of take over that. But that just becomes such... Dude, you know how many millions of dollars it costs to build an F1 car? And do you know how many millions of dollars it takes to build an F1 engine? (laughs) I mean, in terms of sports, where you you really need, like, fuck you money, I mean, Formula 1 is at the top. There's no other way to put it. You need fuck you money to be in Formula 1. Just plain simple. And uh, I don't got that. I just no, no one got that. There's a very few people, 0.01% of the population, to be correct. <sighs> but no, it's, it's just, bro. I I feel bad for Red Bull because this is not looking good. I don't know what trick they have up their sleeves. They got new drivers, yada yada yada. You can't drive if you don't have an engine, bro. Anyway, so that's the wrap up for uh for Formula One. Um, man we are busting today This is the longest episode I've ever done um, But uh, no So lastly lastly, Surely but lastly Listen season's about to start January 13? 16? Don't remember Le hockey sur glace Le méchant mardi Mosenex oh, Les samedis soirs RDS Hockey's back baby Hockey's back. World Juniors is happening right now. Uh, I don't know if any of you have seen the absolute pumping, the thrashing Um that Canada gave to uh to uh to to, to, to Germany. Honestly, bro, I feel good about it. <laughs> Should have beaten them harder. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, no, great to see. Uh boys are the boys you do junior hockey man, it's underrated. Remember when we had the World Cup of Hockey for one year? I don't know what the fuck that was. You know that under-21 team that was just blowing by other teams. I loved it. North America U-21, insane. The amount of talents. It's weird though because th- that is like a this is like a sports psychology thing, man. Like it's weird to see how many kids, how many athletes have the talent, right, to just run the script from A to Z, just just dictate, you know, what goes on in the plays, control the entire game. But then you also hit. Th- that thing where a lot of these players, at one point, they're just gonna hit, they're gonna get um, you know, they're gonna get the they're gonna get the bag, right? They're gonna get the bag. They're gonna get that, you know, whatever ten mil a year extension, and they immediately start to slump. It's like Jonathan Duboy. I fucking cannot stand this dude. I don't know why people are hyped up about him. He's that he's that guy. He did amazing. At the beginning in Tampa, moved to Montreal. He sucked at the end, right? He was like, he was having his his little breakdowns, right? He wasn't showing up to, to camp, right? When he was with the Lightning, and then uh, we trade we traded Sergachev, bro, for him. Yo, he is the biggest princess. I, oh yeah, I, just, I, I just get heated. I literally my my blood starts to pump when I think about Jonathan. White. And he has my fucking name. That, that's the thing that just fucking drives me nuts. Um. So yeah at least you know the Habs this year I'm happy to say bro And I wasn't They just signed and, and I was waiting for something a, a miracle to happen but They just signed The greatest free agent I could think of besides Joe Thornton the Montreal Canadiens Have officially signed Corey Crawford To a one year $750,000 deal League minimum I think Um, I don't know why but I love it You know I, I know what Bergervin's thinking When he does these, these fucking signings bro. He's like oh you know uh, You know uh, Corey Perry uh, Back in uh, 2009 uh, He was killing it The Ducks The Mighty Ducks So you know I, I think that uh, 2021 he's gonna be in the same form Bro like Corey Perry bro Like he has the shape of a dude That just like drives Zambonis on the weekends You know what I mean Like he He's done But well, for whatever reason us, you know, we're we're okay with it. We're gonna sign him. We're gonna add some depth. We're gonna give you some peanuts, and you're gonna go fucking chill upstairs. You'll you'll be scratched, healthy. You'll be watching the kids play. Why? Por qué? Porque yo no sé, no sé. And uh, bro, yeah, I don't know. Habs, bro, coming up next season. I'm I'm excited, man. Low key. I'll be real with you, personal stories, my love for hockey and watching hockey diminished with uh, with the years, right? But my love for the Canadians never has. This is a very, very, very important nuance uh, to, to bring up because, you see, the Habs, the Habs are, 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 like I said, you know, they're always going to be Montreal's team, they represent the city, you know, it's it's us, you know, like, when we beat Toronto, it's it's not just the Montreal Canadians beating the Toronto Maple Leafs, it's, it's Montreal, teabagging, dragging their sack all over the Maple Leafs' faces, right? That's just what what it is, just a rivalry, right? They just, they just, they just hate us because they ain't us, kind of thing, right? Nineteen sixty seven, fuck, dude, the Leafs suck. Jesus, it's amazing, I love it, and and um, and you know, so yeah, with the Habs this year, at least that's the thing. It, it they showed a lot of promise in those quote unquote playoffs that we had. They beat Pittsburgh in in one series and then got their asses kicked the other, which was understandable. Um, but I I really I'm really looking forward to this season now. I feel that Max Marge- finally, after ten years of running the ship, um, has it been ten years? I feel like it's been twenty, bro. Straight up, y'all remember Randy Cunningham, <laughs> Pierre? Uh, what was his name? Pierre uh, something? Oh, he was ass. Holy shit, was he ever the worst GM? I don't know what happened in that era of the Habs. They just no one knew what they were doing. They're just kind of fumbling the ball everywhere. Just being like, okay, well, let's sign uh, Mike Camilleri, uh, Brian Gionta, and uh, Scott Gomez. Yeah, Pierre Gautier, That's his name. Pierre Gautier, man. Jesus Christ. I Think fuck. But dude, at least now, man, I feel like with the signings of you know, if we got we got Gunnarsson, is it Gunnarsson? Could good, good. Branson. Gunnerson? I don't remember his name that dude on D we have one of the most solid D's we have like the biggest D in the league I think in terms of talent you know people can talk shit as much as they want about fucking Weber being like old and you know falling he's not falling off bro it's, it's Shea Weber you know what I mean it's, it's Shea um no he's fucking solid he's great we got we got Jeff Petrie Holding back to fort as well And we're gonna have Gunnarsson We're gonna have The greatest defenseman of all time Victor Mete Yo, can we all just put Yo, can we all just Press an F Have a sip for our boy Marco Scandella, bro Little DG boy, bro Born and raised in NDG in Montreal Had a chance with the Montreal Canadiens And instead of, of, of Actually putting in Like triple the effort You know, killing it With the hometown club He just choked it F's in chat, bro Holy fuck so sad but um yeah no bro seasons coming along in Jan exactly you know what this is the wet dream right you know the 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 all the confinement measures are clearing up January 11th and January 13th we got the NHL back so maybe Bell Center maybe oh no no all Canadian division this year oh can't wait to just steamroll the Sens, like back to 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 back games Honestly, it has been over a year. I haven't been to fucking Ottawa, and my life is really good. I don't have that negativity following me anymore. You know, I don't have that weight that like the gray. It's just great. You know what I mean? It's just like this huge brick pile of gray just on top of your head, just me, just just weighing you down. And now it's gone. It's gone. I haven't been there. I haven't 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 had the air from there. I'm happy. NFL, NHL, F1, bro, at least we got sports, you know, despite all this garbage, plus all this shit, at least we still got our sports, hockey's coming back, right in the dead of winter, finally gonna have something to watch with the boys, talk shit about, and uh, I'm excited about the Habs season this year, Um, really excited, I don't know who's gonna win it this year, I don't know what my prediction is, but um, I hope it's a Canadian team. For I wonder Oh that's interesting How are they gonna do the playoffs In the NHL It's like top three Each division Does that make sense Six Fourteen Twelve ah, That could work I think they wanted Fifteen teams per Per section No So I'm guessing Making the playoffs Is gonna be really easy But then surviving In the playoffs Fuck Anyway Yo y'all I've been rambling For about an hour And fifteen minutes Straight Um Thank you, yo, if you listen to this entire episode, bro, thank you for sticking around. Look, this is this is again, I'm scratching the surface on a lot of these topics because as I'm realizing through these through this episode, it's like there's a lot of content here, there's a lot of things to really go a bit more into depth. Um, but you know how it is, you know, we're trying new things, it's a, it's our infancy year coming to an end close February, uh, huh almost. Um, so a lot of good things are, are going to be happening, hopefully, <laughs> in the near future. Um but uh again yo thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you for sticking around. Really 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 appreciate it. Uh can't say it enough. Uh, you guys are really making this worth it for me. So, you know, I'm uh, I'm gonna keep doing me, you know. Uh so thank you for hopping on the ride. Um I love you. Stay safe out there. Uh you know, we got to we got to we got to end it as always. We got to fucking roses and thorns baby. As always. Uh yo, so straight roses bro to uh the Baltimore Ravens. Huh? Roses to The McLaren Formula 1 team Roses to Le Club d'Hockey Canadien Montréal Le CH Les Glorieux La Sainte Flanelle Go Habs, go baby And uh, Thorns to The Pittsburgh Steelers The Cleveland Browns The Cincinnati Bengals Thorns to Ferrari To Mercedes To uh, any other F1 team uh, And uh Big, big thorns to the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Ottawa Senators, and uh, of course the Boston Bruins. Even though we're not going to play against them, fuck them. Really wish you guys a happy end of your day, beginning of your day, end of the week, whichever it may be. Thank you for sticking around. I love you. Stay safe, sanitize. Ciao. Ciao.